Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, it's that time. It's time to talk about the divisional round in the National Football League. I'm once again joined by Bill in Florida. Bill last week got the better of me. He won a couple head-to-heads. He went three and two. I went two and three, but I got the last laugh. At least the Cowboys knocked out the Bucs. How are you doing, Bill? <laughs> I'm, I guess I'm madder than somebody behind Mike McCarthy in a buffet line, but uh, <laughs> your team lost too. So anyhow, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it was a fun weekend to watch the Jags, you know, um, come back against the Chargers. It was a, there's a lot of good football. You know, there wasn't really thing, anything that was really surprising. I, I was kind of surprised by the Cowboys, how well uh, Dak Prescott played. He played amazing, and he they definitely earned that win. You know, but was there any performances that you saw this weekend that you felt uh, were really great? Well, the Jaguars in the second half, obviously, uh, that uh, that kind of stood out. I'm still bitter about that Charger loss. I tip my cap to the Giants. I, I knew the Vikings, maybe the defense wasn't the greatest, but what the Giants did to our defense was embarrassing. Um, so the Giants overall had an impressive performance. Uh, I thought the games were great, to be honest. Um, maybe what's going to stand out is that if the kicker for the Cowboys had made <laughs> an extra point or, or made one of the first four extra points, I should say, all six games would have gone over. And as an under better, that was shocking. I couldn't believe all the points scored. The Dolphins playing the Bills so tough. Yeah, there was a lot of good competitive football. And I thought the Ravens had the Bengals on the ropes in the contest on better edge. I actually had the Ravens on the money line. I thought I was ready to cash a big one and, and win the contest. And then obviously it went the other direction for 100 yards and I lost. But uh, yeah, a lot of good football, I felt like. Yeah, it was great. It so, was a lot of fun to watch. No doubt. And uh, Bill, you're going to give us five picks this week. I'm going to give us four. So you have a bonus pick in there. Let's start with game number one on Saturday. It is your team. Well, the only team left in Florida, I think. It's the Jaguars at the Chiefs. The line's eight and a half. Give us a winner. Who do you got? I like America's team to cover that eight and a half point spread, first of all. If they're going out to Kansas City, they're going to be facing the Chiefs team that's going to be very ready, very well rested. But I think this Jaguars team, I think Doug Peterson's got it like really, really dialed in. And Lawrence didn't have a bad game last time they faced him in Kansas City. He was 29 of 40 for 259 yards and two touchdowns. No interceptions for a 106.1 QB rate. So I think he's going to play well. I believe they're going to be able to run the ball on him. I think this is going to be a very high scoring game. I think this is going to be a lot of fun to watch. This might not this. I don't think this is going to be the game of the weekend, but I think it's going to be a really fun game to kick off the divisional round Saturday. And just as I tweeted out before his last game last Saturday, Trevor Lawrence is now 34 and zero on Saturdays. I'm not saying he's going to win, but I'm saying he's going to cover that eight and a half point spread. And what do you think of that first game on Saturday? 
Well, it doesn't shock me you picked the Jaguars. I love the Trevor Lawrence stat. Uh, mixing in college there, that's kind of a good angle. Um, uh, of course, I'm going head-to-head with you right away. I'm on the Chiefs minus the 8.5. I don't love it, though. I, I don't like 8.5 to begin with as a number. But I think, Bill, you wrote this last week, and I had to read it for you. Uh, you said this about the Seahawks. The clock is going to strike midnight this time around for the fairy tale Jaguars. That's my prediction. Uh, the Chiefs obviously had the bye week. That benefits them. Last year, first round of the playoffs, Kansas City beat Pittsburgh up by 21. So I kind of like that. Hoping for a similar result this year. Uh, like you referenced, I felt like the Jaguars did play well at Kansas City first time around. It was 27 to 17. That would be a cover if we duplicate that performance. And oh, by the way, I think the Chiefs turned it over three times in that game. I don't see that happening this time around. So that should favor Kansas City. And by the way, the Chiefs are not the Chargers. So if the Jaguars get down in the first half in this one, anybody from Jacksonville going to this game, go ahead, leave early, go to Jones Barbecue and KC. That's a good place. I'm playing the Chiefs minus the eight and a half. There we go. Head to head number one, Bill. We got another one coming on the card, but I can't believe it. I think we're going to agree on the next one. It is the New York football Giants at the Philadelphia Eagles, and the line is seven and a half. Who do you got? I like the Giants. Believe it or not, the home or the, I'm sorry, the road underdog. Of course, you know, I'm going to pick all the road teams, right? But uh, yeah, they're getting seven and a half points right now. They are, you know, I looked up a stat. How many times has a divisional rival played another divisional rival in the playoffs? And it's happened 20 times. And the team that came into that, that was fourth, that was uh, two and oh, went out. 3-0 3-0 and against the divisional rival. It happened 14 times out of those 20. So I like the Eagles here to cover, but I don't think it's going to be a 7.5 or 8-point game. I think that's too big of a spread for the playoffs. The way that the Giants played against the Vikings last week, they were I couldn't believe watching you know Danny Dimes running the way he did. And the way they ran it was on the outside. Now, the Eagles have made some... Really good changes for the run defense in the middle with Ndamukong Sue and, and another person. I can't remember his name, but they really secured that inside running lane. But the Giants ran on the outside against the Vikings. Very effective. I think that's what you're going to go to see. I think it's going to be a little bit of a lower scoring game. I think the under is the play here, but I really do like the Giants covering that seven and a half spread. What do you got in this one? I'm with you on the Giants. Uh, I didn't, I, once again, I don't like the line. Seven and a half is not my favorite number. I agree with you. I think the Eagles win the game. I don't play teasers, but if I did play a teaser, I would definitely have the Eagles in it, I think. Um, you know, the Giants moved the ball at will against my Vikings, like I referenced. But now that I've taken off my purple glasses that the season's over, I do have to admit the Vikings defense was ranked 29th in scoring this year. So it's not like they were a banner defense. Um, the Eagles defense is obviously much better. They only give up 20.2 points per game. That kind of supports Bill's under logic there. I could really buy into that outdoor game as well. Um, you know, Eagles defense, seventh best in the NFL Eagles won 48, 22 at New York in December when that game mattered, I'm going to throw out the final game since we didn't have all the starters playing Eagles averaged the third most points this season, scoring 28.1. That scares me. Giants only beat two playoff teams during the season. Eagles had five wins against playoff teams. All the numbers obviously favor the Eagles. That's why they're the seven and a half point favorite. But the Giants did keep it within seven and three of their seven losses this year. Uh, yes, the Vikings may have ranked first in the luck rankings, but guess who's number two? It's the Eagles. 
So give me the G-Min plus the seven and a half at Philadelphia. So we agree on one, Bill. Let's go to game number three. I don't know if we'll agree here. It is the Cincinnati Bengals at the Buffalo Bills. And the number currently for me anyway is five and a half. Who do you got? You know, I'm going to stick with what I said. I'm going to take the Bengals in the five and a half points. I think they're going to cover this. But the more I think about the injury report for the Bengals, the more I doubt my pick. And I'm sorry about that. I really think the experience comes in here. The Bengals are the defending AFC championship game champions. I think even with the injuries, I think they're still going to run the ball really well. And I think Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are going to be very effective. They're very deep at wide receiver. And the Bills still, I don't know if they can defend. I don't know if they can defend it. And I don't know how healthy Josh Allen is, but, you know, they were playing on the motion. I think, honestly, they, sh- they should have come out harder last week. But this is just a gut call. I really think the Bengals are going to cover that five and a half point spread. We agree again, Bill. Um, And I had a heated debate with one of my friends today talking about the injury report. Even with the injuries on the Cincinnati offensive line right now, they're still better than last year's offensive line this time of year, right? Yeah. That's my biggest point. Um, I backed Buffalo three weeks ago at Cincinnati in the game that obviously we didn't have finished. Um, I faded Cincinnati the entire postseason last year, and I faded them last week. Obviously, last year it didn't work out for me. Uh, The Ravens, of course, had the Bengals on the ropes last week, but it wasn't exactly a cakewalk for the Bills either against the Dolphins. Buffalo ranked second in scoring defense this year. The Bengals rallied to finish eighth after a tough start. Um, I I guess here's my big question. Um, Minnesota scored 33 points against Buffalo. Justin Jefferson went off for 193 yards. I see similarities, of course, with Chase. I watched the Dolphins back go for 136 yards at the end of the regular season when the Dolphins scored 29 last week it was some crazy stuff that got the Dolphins points so I won't consider that high scoring affair all on the Buffalo defense I just think the Bengals are going to score here five and a half is a good backdoor number so I'm with you Bill I'm just going to grab the five and a half with Cincy at Buffalo and I'm going to make the Bills beat me by a touchdown I think the Bills win the game I think the favorites are actually looking good once again you could have one of these situations where you have a money line parlay and a couple of these favorites Uh, That could be very attractive, but I think the Bengals will backdoor this thing, make it a really good competitive game. That offense is too good, and I'm not sold on the Bills' defense. The early season metrics have carried them. The eye test late in the season, I just don't feel it. Um, So, yeah, I'm with you on the Bengals. What about game four? We have Dallas at San Francisco. The line is now up to four. What do you think? Well, I'm not picking the Cowboys. I can't do that. Um, I'm going to pick the 49ers, my wife's team, you know, covering that four point uh, spread. I really think Brock Purdy is going to play really well. I think they have a lot of weapons and they have one thing that the Bucks don't have or didn't have the number one defense in the league. And I don't think I don't think Dak Prescott can come and do that performance that he did last week against us next week against them, even though that the Cowboys do have the fifth best league defense in the league they do have a lot of weapons but the Niners I think the Niners are a team of destiny I mean what other team other than the Dolphins with Skylar Thompson as a third string quarterback that's looking like you know the second coming of Joe Montana in the 80s it's amazing to me what he's doing and I don't think I could pick against him even if he was playing the Bucks. but uh, I do like the Niners covering that four-point spread I like them going on to the 
NFC Championship game, and this time they get to beat, you know, Dallas instead of Green Bay this year. So that's my pick. What do you think there? Well, uh, we, we disagree, Bill, but I, I have to ask this question. I mean, I'm hearing you talk yeah. about Brock Purdy uh, right now. So in your basement, Bill, is it a Brock Purdy pitcher or is it a Tyler Heineke pitcher? I'm just curious. What, what quarterback <laughs> is, you know, on the wall for you? Why can't I have both? I collect football cards. Oh, okay. I have a fair, couple fair of <laughs> Uh, I, I love how you fall in love with these backup quarterbacks. Um, so yeah, uh, Bill's wife loves the Niners. My nephew covers the team for one of the Bay Area TV stations. My brother lives out in Sonoma County. He loves the 49ers. So when I go out there, I may not have to pl- have a place to stay after this one, but I'm taking the Cowboys. Uh, Bill loves Brock Purdy. I get it, but his starts have been against Tampa Bay. Yeah, uh, you know, decent defense there. Two starts against Seattle, bad defense, start against Washington, Las Vegas, Arizona. That's not exactly murderer's row. None of those teams, of course, are as ranked as high as this Cowboy D. The 49er D is good, but the Cowboy offense did rank fourth in the regular season, and Dak only played 12 games. And the Dak I saw on Monday night against Tampa Bay, sign me up. That's a quarterback that can win the Super Bowl. Kyle Shanahan is 4-0 against the spread in the playoffs against me the last two years. That trend ends this week. How about them, Cowboys? I won't need the points, but I'm going to take them just in case. I'm on the Cowboys plus the four. I have to respond. Okay, respond. Go for it. You mentioned Murderer's Row. Well, I have Murderer's Row for you. Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, and um, oh, George Kittle. I mean, that sounds like a Murderer's Row (laughs) to me. That's a lot of good weapons. That's a it lot is. of good weapons. And he's just, all we'll, he has we'll to see do how is get plays the ball out. out of his hand fast. We'll see. So did you want that last pick, that fifth pick? Yeah, give me that bonus pick, Bill. Who do you got? You know what? Let's go back to the Jaguars, America's team going to the Chiefs. And the, the bonus pick is that first half over. Right now, it's 26 and a half points. It started off at 24 points. That's where I looked. That's where I locked it in. But I think this is still playable at 26 and a half points. I think that's easily doable by the Chiefs alone. Uh, but I think the Jaguars are going to be right there with them in, in the end because of what happened last week and just the way Trevor Lawrence is able to play right now. So that's the fifth pick, the uh, over the first half total of 26 and a half points. I don't hate that pick. 27 gets you home. I, I kind of like it, actually. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll recap our picks in a moment. Uh, but Bill, I, I, I'm going to fall on the sword here for a moment. And I'm going to give you a couple of my top predictions that went wrong before the National Football League season. Um, and why don't you vote on this on which one of these was my worst pick? I said on a podcast, I think back in July, that the NFC East winner would finish nine and eight and obviously not win a playoff game. That's number one. And the NFC, just for the record, of course, is 3-0 in the playoffs, and they're guaranteed one team in the NFC championship game. Another one of my bold statements I made back in July was San Francisco quarterback Trey Lance would struggle, and the Rams and the Cardinals would battle it out for the division title. So which one of those gets the uh, the award for the worst pick of the year, Bill? Oh, the NFC East one. The Rams and the Cardinals, okay. we, we all thought they were going to do that. But the NFC East, I don't think anybody saw that, but... I think that's the worst take out of those two takes. I mean, I did have, I did have the Ravens, you know, over the 10 wins and I got there, but barely I was sweating at the last couple of weeks. 
Anyhow. Yeah, you cashed. I, I, I obviously mine uh, did not age well, as they say. But um, before we get to the recap, uh, one other thing here for you. Uh, Better Edge, reserve your spot for our Super Bowl prop bet battle royale. 100 entries available. It's a $25 entry fee, $100 added to the payout. It is a winner take all. So if we fill up the contest, it's $2,600 to the winner. And don't forget, first-time users get a free $20 for signing up. So, Bill, why don't you recap your five picks for us? Okay, my first, or my, yeah, my my five picks are the Jaguars going to Jacksonville, covering the eight-and-a-half point spread. I also like the first half over the 26-and-a-half points. The next pick was uh, the Giants covering that seven-and-a-half point road underdog. The Bengals with the five-and-a-half point road underdog. Even though they're injured, I think they're still good enough to cover that. And the 49ers hosting the Cowboys by four points. I think Brock Purdy is going to really show up and be quiet. And you know what? I might have to send you a player versus player challenge on that Cowboys 49ers on better's edge. You may want to keep an eye out for that. I will accept that bill, except, uh, yeah, unfortunately you have my number. So that may cost me a little money and that may jinx that bet for me. Uh, so good, good picks this week. Can't wait to see it uh, play out. My four picks I'm on once again, I'm on the Chiefs minus the eight and a half. So Bill and I go head to head. Bill and I agree. I'm on the Giants plus the seven and a half at the Eagles. We're both on the Bengals plus the five and a half at the Bills. And then once again, we're going to go head to head. I'll take the Cowboys plus the four at the Niners. And Bill, you know what? Go ahead. Just send it up as a money line bet. I'll take it as a money line. I don't need your points. Cowboys are going to win that game and they're going to advance to the NFC championship game. We'll see okay, if that becomes my worst take of the week when they get beat 38 to three. I don't know. Okay. About that, but Bill, we'll any see. closing comments before we wrap up? No, just looking forward to another great, uh, you know, great weekend of football, Saturday and Sunday. And, um, you know, I look forward to uh, seeing some really close games. Hopefully a couple of them are blowouts that help me cover. But, you know, other than that, you know, it's been a great year. And I look forward to uh, the divisional or the, I'm sorry, the championship Sunday. That'll be fun. How about yourself? Uh, same, same boat. I, I'm, I have three dogs in the card. So I want three competitive games, and I want that first one between the Chiefs and the Jags. I'll let it go over for you, but I want the Chiefs to win it like 45 to 20, okay? I got Uh, you. So thank you, everyone, for joining us as always. And remember, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.